Hello and welcome to another episode of Loose Sprues, the Shieldwall Productions podcast where we talk about anything and everything tabletop related and hobby related. Uh, tonight we've got myself, John. Nathan. And Brad. And I am no longer riddled with odious plague from Grandfather Nurgle. This time it's Nathan. It's just allergies, but... Yeah, because yeah, you know, it went from like you know 20 degrees to 50 degrees to 20 degrees to 50 degrees, and eventually got warm enough for everything to be in, plot, in pollination. <laughs> because, Lovely. Because Chicago. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so anyway, been a while since we've done one of these, um, so we're going to we're gonna recap everything that's come out in the past month since the last one. Really cool stuff. Yeah, lots of really cool <laughs> stuff. Holy shit. So, like, last time... I thought that was a recap. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> Remember... Uh, no, but... So, last time it was the Gathering Storm Part 2 that it just started? Um, sure. Let's go with that one. Yeah. Your memory's gonna be better than mine. Yeah, well... It's been more than 12 hours. We're hosed. <laughs> um, but now we got Gathering Storm Part 3. Yeah. With a Loyalist Primarch awakened after re- 10,000 years of sleeping. Robo... I mean, Robot Girly Man. I mean, Robot Girly Man. Has returned. Wielding the Emperor's sword, no less. The sword. Which looks friggin' beautiful. Yeah. It does. And like, I, I've seen some people complain that they made him too big. Use the same scale a, as a Primarch. Yeah, yeah. He's a fucking Primarch. No, no, but like, he's actually the same scale as a Primarch. From Forge World. Yes. The Forge World models, yeah. And that's the thing. is like, the, um, when I was looking at the release of it, that was like, he looks fucking enormous. But like... He's on a huge scenic base, and yeah. he's actually on a 60 mil base. Right. But, like, but they didn't also, give anything even, sort of... even look lore-wise, Primarchs are huge. They're fucking huge. So Primarchs are to space marines what space marines are to normal people. Of course he's going to be fucking yeah. big. Yes. So people should not complain. Yeah, and also, like, I think what people need for a reference of scale is him standing next to something, I don't know, bigger that they kind of already seen. So, like, standing next to Demon Primarch Magnus to kind of give a, an indication of scale. Yeah. Then they'll see that he's actually kind of not huge. Like, he's big, but yeah. But then again, other than, like, knights, the Imperial knights, for, like, the Imperium, there's nothing... No. There's nothing big to to really compare him to. They don't get monstrous creatures like every other race does. Yeah. So <laughs> it's... Well, except for the, yeah, Grey Knight. Uh, what's it? Baby Red Carrier. Knight. Yeah, the Baby Carrier, the Dread Knight. That's technically a monstrous creature. It is. Same way the Tau ones are. Yeah. I think that is the only monstrous creature that I can think of for the Imperium. I think you're right. Because the Inquisitor Kamarov used to be a monstrous creature, but now he's not. Now he's basically a glorified dreadnought, right? No, now he's no? Um, just a toughness five human. Oh, okay. With relentless. Yeah. All right. But he's sitting on a dreadnought chassis, for Christ's sake, so. Oh, but if he was a monstrous creature, he wouldn't be able to launch in the squad. True. And then he'd be a very juicy target, Which, indeed. to be honest... Gulliman is a monstrous creature. He yeah. can't join squads. No, he cannot. But you know what he has? Six command abilities. Yeah. Because he gets all six command, uh, all six world traits of the command trait table. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So if you're within 12 inches of them, you get boosted. Yeah. And enemies get debuffed, right? I believe there's at least one of the debuffs. I think it's a leadership debuff, right? Not to mention, he can never lose leadership no, he either. Can't. So anything that would cause your warlord to be to suffer a minus to their leadership doesn't work. Does not work on him. Yeah. He ignores it. Nice. And you know, reroll fail deny the wish rolls. That's also nice. With adamantium will. Yeah. Which you'll need against Magnus. Yeah, no kidding. I because looking at Gulliman stat wise and everything, 
The only way to bring him down is basically with a lot of little things or one really yeah yeah, which makes sense yeah yeah because let alone also his armor when he goes down because we were reviewing this yep yesterday yesterday yep we were reviewing this yesterday so um if he goes down you place a counter there. And you roll what? Four up? On a four up, next turn he comes back up with D three wounds left. Oh, so like Celestine, but better. Yeah. Yes. Well, and uh, fun thing, <clears throat> a little fun fact, his stat line is the same as it as his stat line for thirty k. Okay. His raw weapon skill throughout the leadership stat uh-huh. line is the same. Makes sense. Absolutely. His war gear got upgraded. Right. Well, before he had a little. Uh, little letter opener. Yeah, a little letter opener, Gladius. Now he's got the Emperor Sword. The flaming sword of awesomeness. Yeah, yeah. he's got Daddy's sword. The spaceman's like, okay, daddy woke up, he's pissed, and he's wielding grandpa's sword. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We need to get the hell out of the way. Daddy woke up, got grandpappy's sword down off the mantle, <laughs> and went hunting. Now, mm-hmm. looking through the Gathering Store Part 3's optional rules for lore, if your opponent is fielding Grey Knights, yeah. you roll 2d6, add the, turn number, add the turn numbers, and you get different results. Uh-huh. One of which makes one of your characters a demon and a level two psyker. Um, demon, huh? So all of a sudden, your Necrons or Tau can have a psyker. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is nuts. Or you know, dem- on a, if you roll a twelve or higher, everything in your army becomes demonic and gains furious charge. Oh, that's cool. That's rough. So, hey, look, my Nid army now has invulnerable saves across the board. And Furious Charge. <laughs> I can already give them all Furious Charge, but I right. can't give anything an invul save. Right. Neat. And speaking of... So, ideas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, no it kidding. It doesn't have to be a Grey Knight army. There just has to be a single Grey Knight or more in your opponent's army. Hmm. And since the Triumvate comes with a single Grey Knight... <laughs> <laughs> Which, speaking of him, uh-huh. the biggest shock for him stat-wise is his thunder hammer swings at initiative. Yeah. His force hammer is strength times two, AP two, specialist weapon, not unwieldy. But I think Which that's the only is... thunder hammer in the Imperium that is not unwieldy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Which is scary as all get out. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, Iron Hands have a thunder hammer that's not a specialist weapon and is a force weapon, but it is still unwieldy. Right. Now, I'm reading, I saw this little blurb, for, I guess that was the preamble Gilman's release or something like that. Um, and I'm just going to read the quote from this. Uh, Why do I still live? What more do you want from me? I gave everything I had to you, to them. Look what they made of our dream. This bloated, rotting carcass of an empire is not driven by reason and hope, but by fear, hate, and ignorance. Better that we had all burned in the fires of Horace's ambition than live to see this. So, like... He's back, but he doesn't want to be, huh? He's back, but he's really, really pissed at the High Lords of Terra for letting everything that happened, that letting the Imperial stagnate like that. Especially since after, what was it, the last time he had to have a word with them? Well, also, <clears throat> consider this. The entire Imperial cult is based off Logor's, Logar's words. Right. You're following the words of a madman who was censored for this. I was there, guys! I carried it out. I didn't want yes. it, but I was there! I pulled the trigger. I burned that world. Yep. He didn't want to, though, apparently. No, he, but he, was... he followed orders. Right. It's just odd that Gilliman would be the one to do that and not, say, Russ. 
well, they just wanted the city burned, not the whole cha- Legion wiped out. Yeah. Yeah. They need to, they Besides, need Legion wasn't, the, the word bearers weren't there at the planet when it got yeah. hit. They didn't need an executioner, they needed someone to discipline them. They didn't want an executioner, they needed the angry school teacher. Yes. Got yeah. It. So Gilliman's back, and in a big way, that, um, he's got the sword which hits, like, uh, several freight uh, so trains. His sword and power fist combine as one profile. Right. But it's not a it's choose a one or the other, right? No, it's not choose one. It's combined as one profile. Yeah. Strength 10, AP 1. Six is the hit or strength D. Add initiative. Yes. Which is six. Yes. So and he can also, instead of doing his, like, six attacks, hit every model in base contact. Nice. Well, swing at every model in base contact. So right. If you're, if you're getting swarmed by something, just punch them off. Right. Yeah. So I'm looking at his model right now, and uh, listeners, feel free to do the same if you want a frame of reference here. But the power fist... That a whole that looks a whole lot like um, one of the boxing gloves from Calgar, but better up and better. There's gotcha. An improved, basically, it's an improved all uh, gauntlet of Ultramar. Uh huh. Bigger, better gun on it. Really? Instead of a storm, instead of like is two of them counting as a storm bolter with assault four, AP four, whatever it is, it's like strength six, AP two with rending. Nice. Steel storm bolter profile or the assault four rather. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> no, but I still like what was brought up. It doesn't up. really matter, because that hit, that that's like an assault cannon on steroids. Yeah. yeah. Stat-wise, stat-wise, it doesn't matter how many shots it's got. I'd take that with two shots. Yeah. I want to say three. Yeah, but the funny fair part enough. is we were talking about yesterday, it got brought up. We're like, well, why wouldn't it be he wakes up, goes to his son who's leading, Calgar. just rips off the arms and goes, <laughs> these are this. mine! <laughs> yeah. These are mine! And that's when the idea of, Daddy's awake and he's angry. <laughs> <laughs> but it, There's but, Calgar but, leg but with no arms. Just, I told you crazy kids to be quiet. You no, woke him up. No, but that's the better part oh, is daddy. that. <laughs> yeah, but that's the that, that but that's what is better about us saying that Daddy's awake, he's pissed, and he took Grandpa's sword off the mantle. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, how did so is it, was it ever readily explained how we got the Emperor's sword? It probably is if you read the book. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Probably, but that involves you know reading, reading, and making letters actually form things make called those, words. Make those squiggly lines make sense. Yeah, yeah. Turn it into a, turn it. Yeah, turn it into a <clears throat> headache with pictures. Yeah, the Wolf Lord's not used to reading. No, I like having things read to me. It's not that I can't read. It's just I like being able to dick around while I hear a story. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like the true space wolf that you are. Well, listen, it's when it comes to choice between reading or working on stuff, I can't do both. I'm not a chameleon. So you My don't eyes. Do either. Was it? So you don't do either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Either so, so you play video, video games on stuff. Yeah, I get overwhelmed and play video games instead. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you want from me. I'm here. Besides, I learned how to work the equipment. Which means if you can, any of us can. Well. Okay. <laughs> and, prob- and probably better. Yeah, okay. Let's test this theory. So if you hear okay. it, if you hear decline in the quality audio quality of the podcast, you'll know exactly who's running the equipment. Or if you hear improvement in the audio quality of the content. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so... What happened? Probably not. Yeah, it could. It could. So Gilliman came out, but then also... Um, so prior to Gulliman, we've had a few things for the Stormcast Eternals. Yeah, more than a few things, <clears throat> actually, right? They've added a whole other chamber... Because they had the original Stormcast and they had the extremist, cha- the extremist chambers. <clears throat> now they've got the I want to say the, the hunters, the, the vanguard chambers. Right. 
So you've got the griff-like creatures, kind of like a, kind of like demigriffs from the imperial from the uh, empire, but a bit bigger. <laughs> what are Peter. you like you, but stronger? Yeah. And they. And let me tell you, as someone who runs the demigriffs, mm -hmm. those things are mean. Yeah. These things are insane. Meaner. Yeah. Also, they basically outflank. Okay. You just kind of choose from them to come in from any board edge. Nice. <clears throat> uh, but you also got longer range, uh, basically snapper crossbows. <laughs> which they okay. Got, they got 30 inch range, which for Age of Sigmar isn't. Well, it's a 24 inch range, but they don't move. They get an extra six inches. Okay. So basically, the longest range thing in the game. Yeah. It's, it's you know hit things like hit on threes, wound on fours, hit on fours, wound on threes. Ren does two damage. Right. You roll six to hit, just does two mortal wounds. Okay. Sounds a whole like like, like their hammers, but at range. Yeah. It's a lot like their hammers, but at range. <laughs> uh, you can now take flocks of star eagles. Nice. Uh, now they finally came out with a griffhound box. Okay. So instead of just getting griffhounds, you know, with this blister pack and that blister pack, you can just buy a pack of five. Nice. And they're a lot of fun, unless you're going against them. They are irritating. Sit. <laughs> <laughs> Because they'll they attack and then they run. Yeah, that so if you if you, if it's not even that they're doing that much damage, which they actually can. It's just that they're annoying. They, they're gonna if you don't attack them first, they're going to attack and leave. Right. So it's essentially like going up against Tau suits. Yeah. So it's a melee. Yeah. Or um. Or like Harlequins, where they have all have hit and run. Yeah, and there's some space marine stuff that has hit and run too. I think uh, one of the white guard. Yeah, they got hit and run. Yeah, that sounds obnoxious. I was I was actually going to say when you said they are irritating, I was like, that's an interesting choice of word. But yeah, that sounds irritating <laughs> as fuck. And here's the biggest thing. They're not worth going after. <laughs> like, they're not doing enough damage to be that much of a threat. Right. So they're not high priority for shots or for, you know, ideal charges. Compared to everything else in the army. But they're going to irritate you all game. Yeah. Well, I mean... Back in the day for fantasy, I used to uh, run Warriors of Chaos, and I actually had some Chaos sounds. I just had the ones that came with the um, Italian box, or whatever. Yeah. What was it like six of them? Five, six ten. of them? Ten of them? I was just running out. Yeah, I was running ten of them, and I always, always, always included them in my army, no matter what, because they were irritating. I fucking conned a Vampire Count's um, corpse cart into chasing them off the table, away from his zombies, because <laughs> I was just sat there in front of the corpse cart, just like, hey, hey. And then he charged me. I was like, I'm go, I'm leaving. And they did it again. Ran away. Ran away. Ran away. It just, they chased me off the table. And there's his zombies suddenly without a corpse cart nearby. Yep. Sounds like the same sort of principle. Yeah. Except here's the thing. They're in, because of Age of Sigmar, instead of going in initiative order, I'm going to do a squad. You're going to do a squad. Right. I'm going to attack my Griffons first, and then they're going to run. Mm hmm So you can't attack with them. You can't attack them. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that sounds... Like irritating's too gentle a word, Nathan. <laughs> Far too gentle a word. Uh, they also had some cavalry come out, didn't they? Still yeah, the, uh, the, the Griff cavalry. Yeah. And also, um, what's it? The, the Vanguard hunters. They have crossbow pistols and either sabers or axes. Nice. Ooh. They look pretty because they all have cloaks too. Yeah. Really beautiful miniatures. Yeah. And but the Griff cavalry, they get javelins or bolt pistols or they make it bolt to be honest and then they get their hammers or axes or swords and melee uh -huh. one they look cool right two they 
their range is short with the bolt, with the bolter uh, the crossbolt pistols. <laughs> they really need to, you know, come up with some other projectile so they don't cross the streams so badly. <laughs> but considering you just come in from your from a board edge, you and, don't read range. Right. Uh, if you're running all stormcats, there's actually ways to make it so that you don't deploy anything. It just comes on the table your turn one. It, so it comes in on a roll of a three plus, and you can add or subtract two to the roll. So like drop pods on steroids. Imagine all your drop pods on turn one on automatically. Oh my god, it, they are really. They have to be. They nice. really stopped giving a fuck about not making them sigmarines. <laughs> they, 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 come, they come in either as lightning bolts for the main ones, comets for the extremist chambers, and the other ones just come in from the tables. Okay. The ones that come in by a comet or lightning bolts, one, they can do damage as they're coming in just from a comet or lightning bolt landing. Yeah. And they have to be like nine inches away from an enemy unit. That sounds like a much more balanced version of our drop pod rules. They can charge, but they needed nine to charge. Yeah, that sounds like a lot more balanced version of our drop pod rules. Yes, it does. <laughs> uh, we, also came to, we also came to the root of why you have such a wrinkle with those rules. Because you're the only one who's on the receiving end of them. Yeah. Don't worry, Brad will soon hit, soon hit them a lot, too. Yeah. Fucking hit. <laughs> Fucking hit with anything. Oh, no, mostly the uh, the fact that they're assault vehicles. Yeah, that hurts. That changes more than the impact damage does. Yeah. We like house rules. Until we start to hate them. Like is a strong word. We, we make could. house rules. They're interesting. <laughs> they're fun. They're fluffy. Kind of suck to be against sometimes. <laughs> yeah. We yes, like but house. we could always redcon those. Mm-hmm. Same thing, like I, like, I did propose the idea to redcon our... Our own shield, or not shield, our shield wall axe rules. axe rules after playing For Honor, realizing, yes, axes do swing a lot slower than, yeah, yeah. than swords, despite thinking opposite. Yeah, it is kind of true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to keep them unwieldy. I, I, I do kind of get it, but then again, we were talking someone with a two handed axe. Opposed to a hand axe. Because the berserker does swing fast. But anyway. Anyway. So. But side topic. Let's move on. Yeah. Yep. Getting back to the tabletop. Um, we had that other box set come out. That box game. Um. Uh, <laughs> next Warhammer Quests. Shadows over, Shadows over Hammer Hall. Yeah. So same type profiles as the Silver Tower. But different type of game. I haven't actually read through the rulebook yet. So <laughs> I picked it up, and it's kind of like, hey, this looks really cool. And I haven't actually read it yet. Right. So working on it, um, but <clears throat> it is very different in the fact that it requires a GM. Yeah. So instead of just having a Runemark player use the re- using the adversaries every turn and having a change, you have one person who's kind of like an overlord trying to play against the other party. Yeah. And that's kind of uh, Games Workshop's first foray, official foray, rather, officially, like, under their own release. Yes, of a role-playing element game. Yeah, because they had others, other pen but and paper ones, but those were mostly just licensed. Well, yeah, those were licensed through Fantasy Flight. Right. This is their own, like, hey, we made this ourselves sort of dealio. Uh-huh. It comes with miniatures and everything, as of course it would. And all the miniatures are compatible with playing Age of Sigmar. <laughs> yeah, of course they would be. <laughs> actually, I'm pretty sure all the miniatures in this box are actually already in Age of Sigmar. Okay. Fair enough, then. Although, they did release a new model. Yeah. Called Slambo. Yeah, Slambo. Uh, a, a new old model. <laughs> um, 
Let's see. The old imaginings cleaned up. Yeah. And they gave him rules for... They gave him a profile for Silver Tower. Shadows over Hammerall because same profile type. Uh-huh. And he comes with rules to play in Age of Sigmar. Nice. Um, what? He's force? chaos. Oh, yeah, of course he is. He's a chaos warrior. Yeah. And uh, I'll say the wording is something like he has two chaos axes to chop, uh, to crush foes in combat or to throw out those two cavalry to come near. <laughs> yeah. So he can throw his axes or just swing them in combat. <laughs> now, if he throws them. He still has them. <laughs> All right, because they're castellation. Magic weapons. Like Thor's hammer. Yes. They, he, so he throws but, them and always comes back. But not pure. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Or some weapons in Borderlands. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. That's how you are weapons. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Neat. And I, Fastest reload ever. Mm-hmm. And I was taking a look at his model, and like it is very clearly like an old... It is very like mid-90s Chaos Warrior-esque. Yeah, it's got that nice mid-90s it flavor. It actually nice. They cleaned them up good. It's... Still that style, but it, it looks a lot nicer than it did then. It is literally the quintessential come at me propose. Yeah. But, like, they somehow made it less cheesy? Or maybe it's because it's been so long since we've had a model in that pose, like a character model in that pose. That, it's like, not even the pose so It's much the nostalgia the value. style. Yeah. Because he's got that really old plate, the old, how they used to do the plate mail for Warriors of Chaos. Right. A lot of very roundness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very round. Very round. But it is actually a really nice, clean model. Yeah, he is. Um, and part of the other things that came out with the jumping back to the Gathering Storm thing. Um, did new Cypher model come out this past month? Or that, was that? No, yes. No, um, in the box with Gulliman is actually Cypher redesigned. Still two pistols. Yeah. And Still mean as oh, ever. Meaner than ever. But his sword has been scaled way the fuck up. Oh, yeah. Now it actually looks like a Primarch sword. Yeah. <clears throat> it's just a Space Marine sword. He's Ballistic Skill 10. Run that by me again? He's Ballistic Skill 10. He basically has twin linked weapons. Nice. Which, one's a plasma pistol that doesn't overheat. The other's a bolt pistol with a 16-inch range. Wow. And he can either fire them both twice or fire them each once and run. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and in melee combat, half of his attacks are strength 7 AP2, the other half are strength 4 AP5. He's using his pistols as melee weapons. Okay, so they basically took uh, Katie's Nexus concept yeah. idea and applied it to Cypher. I like that. They made him like the quintessential Moratats. Yeah. That's that's very interesting. Why does he come with Killerman? Reason. Reason. Yeah, I guess so. He's on his way to Terra. I guess the fastest way is to hit you right on. He can also run the Fallen. Huh. Which are basically like veterans or chosen. Kind of a mix between the two. Don't have Mars Chaos, but don't have they don't have a fear. Right. So Legion. <clears throat> yeah. And they also the third model on the triumphants is uh, Grandmaster Librarian Volda Volodus of Voldus? Voldus of the Grey Knights. Yeah. So it's not a new Grand Master of the Grey Knights. It's He's the Master of the Third Brotherhood, which is the Librarius section. Yeah, he's the well, so Warden in of the Librarius. In a chapter of All Psychers, he's the head of the Psychic Specialties. So, you know, kind of a big deal. Yeah. Forget that's it's like saying, uh, what's it? Karn is captain of the Eighth Assault Company or that Omegon's head of the Stealth Company. Yeah. It's like, yeah, cool, but like... Mm. Also, 
big deal. Yeah. Looks like he's kind of cut the standard fair gray knight loadout. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a thunder hammer. Yeah. That's on, not, that swings out initiative. Yeah, I mean, just as far as appearances mm. go, like kit-wise. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kit-wise, he's not he's a different. Fan, he's than a slightly fancier gray knights. It's the uh, fine detail bells and whistles that yeah. make him stand out in a big way. Um, yep, no. you know, like they do for their grandmasters and cap- brotherhood captains. Right. But, you know, it looks good. Right. Uh, yeah, like, you know, he's still... These, they, he's a not level a, three psyker with four spells. Yeah, and... Five if you take all demonology. Sanctic, I'm guessing, of course. Sanctic. It has to be Sanctic. Gotcha. Very nice, can't take um, Malefic. Right. Sorry, I are stupid. <laughs> oh, good. It, um, it's not really relevant to you, usually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I like his model a lot, actually, because it's like the last generation of Grey Knight models, but kind of subtly spruced up a bit. Yeah. It's, it's like, catch the same flavor. A little more artisan work on the armor. Yeah, a lot more fine-tuning. It looks great. It's and a fantastic plastic. model. That's another yes. important part, is the plastic part. And mm-hmm. I think that kind of... Um, that's most of what's come out this month. Yeah, and also, well, and also the whole him character being a plastic thing. Didn't our friend Austin make that prediction once upon a time that? Uh, well, if you look, they've been try- they've been they were they fa- started phasing out the metals with resin. Yeah. Which at first was not great, but they've gotten a lot better. Yes. They've been doing a lot more plastic with everything. Yeah. Like, look at all the character blisters they've been releasing. Yeah. Unless it's a special edition model, like. <clears throat> for the in North America, they had the Hunter Store yep. model that was resin. Yes. Uh, Slambo's a resin. Otherwise, most of them have been plastic. Yeah. There hasn't been much fine cast release recently. Yeah. That's a good I'm point. I think of when the last major fine cast release was, other than Slambo. I don't think there has been one, not for a long time. Mm-mm. They're really going towards the yeah. plastic round. That's yeah. That is wonderful. good news for everyone, really. Oh, another, uh, <clears throat> you might overlook this page in the White Dwarf. Little, uh, little additional rules for Blood Bowl where all the different styles of balls have their own special rules. <laughs> That's going to be interesting. It's fun. Now, each player can only elect to use one type of ball each game. So, like, I'm going to kick off to you. I'm picking to use this ball. After this drive, I can't pick to use a special ball again. If the drive lasts, you know, the whole half, it lasts the whole It lasts the whole half. Yeah. That'll be awesome. <clears throat> or it actually, or it does nothing. Yeah. So fun. So just to peel back the curtain a little bit, we're been, I'm looking here at the white, the this one's white. In dwarf case you couldn't hear the pages slipping. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so we talked about the Griffith which is the Vanguard Paladors, um, but then we got Lord A- the Lord Aquilor. What's his deal? He's the Lord Celestine of that of that uh, chamber. Okay. So I want to say him taking him makes some of the hunter units battle line if you're doing points match. Okay. A pitch battles. Right. Um, he can sneak around. So a lot of them can take this like astral compass that allows them to just kind of sneak up on the enemy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Why you would not take that? I don't know. You'd have to be insane. Soft in the head. Yeah. A bit maybe. touched by Zinch, are you? Yeah. Speaking of Zinch, the uh, chat over Hammerhall. So Hammerhall, one of the first cities built after Sigmar started reclaiming the realms. What they found out after the city was built was one of the you know people leading the design was the changeling. The 
changeling. The changeling. Oh no. Who found got himself found out on purpose, then went underground to the sewers. It turned out to be a labyrinth. So Shadows over Hammerhall, you're going down there to purge chaos from underneath this major city that just got built. <laughs> and now because the changeling has demonstrated the ability to infiltrate where he wants, everyone's under suspicion. Sounds like a game that not only um, is backstabbery possible, but actively encouraged. And nice thing is, it comes with Zinch models, the Zangors. It comes with the uh, Blight future Blight Kings. Yeah, Mr. Brad Ooh. just perked up at that one. And there's a corn unit. That comes. With, I'm not remembering off the top of my. Oh, it comes with the uh, Blood Reavers. Nice. So it doesn't have any Slanash models, but they don't have any Slanash specific mortal units yet. Right. True. So, but it's got the other three gods, their dedicated mortal units are included in it. Whole box worth of them. Because, unfortunately, to my disdain, Slanesh was not killed. Not yet. Yet. Sigmar's working on it. Presumably. That, I, I mean, mean, he's trying to beat all of Chaos, so, I mean, he kind of goes hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and the Eldar haven't succeeded yet. No. Yeah. No. Oh, that's another thing that came, that came out in the past month, right? The, uh, oh, that was the month before, I think. Month before? The Fracture of BL10. That's right, yeah. Yeah, that was uh, February. That's right, okay. Yep. What we're talking about, yeah, last month. With the beautiful Eldar Triumphants. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't think we covered that last month, because what before we're covering what came out in January. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> anyway, memory. this is a recap of February up until whatever point we are in March. This we have horrible memories, so don't <laughs> hold it against us. Um, this Who am we, I? We well, barely remember our names when we wake up in the morning. Well, usually when we're recording, it's retro got off of my last day of work for the week. And right as I'm waking up. Which is usually the busiest day of work for the week, so I was like, my brain shot. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. The Eldar Triumvirate, right? Yeah. Really so it sounds true. like everything's getting a Triumvirate, then. Well, so far, the Imperium's had two. Eldar had one. The Eldar had one. The Imperium had two? Yeah. The Gathering Part one was uh, Belisarius Call, a Lord uh, Arch Dominus. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Quizzer of uh, Grey Fox. Grey Fox. Fox. Yeah, and Celestine. And Celestine. Celestine. Yeah, okay. Right, right. So, you so know, maybe some neck, some neck, some, maybe some Xeno stuff, maybe some Necron, some Tau. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Or just to throw everyone for a loop, some sort of orc triumvirate and kind of return to the War of the Beast. That'd be kind of cool, too. Like, uh, with the, what was it? The Prime Orcs? That was basically the orc version of Prime Arcs? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fucking nuts. Well, even that. The Emperor Orc. The Emperor Orc. <laughs> the Emperor Orc of Green Kind. Or better yet, do a Gathering of the Storm, but for Chaos. Get a new Abaddon the Despoiler. An actually more updated, better-looking model. Yeah. But who to go with him? Karn. No, no. They already Karn. have Karn. That's right. And I'm. A, I would like to see them like hey, um, because they've been hinting at a, a demon with a serpentine body in their Facebook page. Oh, who could that possibly so be? If they're gonna do Slanash next, it's gonna be Fulgrim, and it'll be Fulgrim, and maybe they'll also redo. She's eternal. Yeah. And if they're doing it that way, like they did for a Thousand Suns, you know, maybe some new noise marines. Yeah. Because they're definitely doing some noise marine specific terminators. Yeah. And you know, maybe after that, new Mortarion with new uh, Typhus. Yeah. With some new Plague Marines, some um, Death Guard specific terminators. 
Yeah. And then they already have a Karma. They could do Angron, New Berserkers, um, Corn, uh, Corn, uh, Word Eater, World Eaters specific Terminators. Yeah, the kind of chaos. The Red Butchers. Yeah, actually, I had an idea. So a triumphant with Abaddon, Erebus. He's still been at large. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, if you read if you read through Traders Hate, it mentions a chaos sorcerer, who is one of um, Abaddon's chief lieutenants. I wonder who that could. You could be. have a chaplain, a warlord, and a sorcerer all in one box. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it'd be beautiful. Yeah. Yes. So that we're listening again for a shop. <laughs> just saying, that'd be cool to see. That'd be super cool to see. Now, we may have just misstepped a bit because we didn't have Austin predict that. So far, he's been pretty, pretty close on a lot of his predictions. Yeah, but who knows? Maybe you're a psyker too. You've already you've already accused me of being a witch multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> you have not you've done nothing to disprove it. You demonstrate it time and time again with the fucking dice rolls. I've never denied it either. Yeah, that's true. I just don't confirm it. Burn the witch. You can try. Yeah. Well That's why you learn pyromancy is a first spell for wit being a witch. This way he fires your friend. <laughs> <laughs> if they did do Mortarian, uh-huh. That'd be nuts. And his death guard. Yeah. We all know I would just immediately sudden, want my Iron bold. Warriors would get put on the shelf to get dusty because so you know the Death guy? Guard would come out. That means you got your Iron Warriors on first. I know. This way you can have them and, and Death Guard. Yes. Because those two forces lend themselves so well to each other. Just They're friends. Yeah. Playstyle and lore-wise. Yeah. yeah. They're friends. It's just the blunt brutality of both forces. Guns, the implacable advance of both forces. Yeah. Natural pairing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, we'll be waiting on Brad to go Which, even... Oddly enough, a Chaos Army is coming out, and it's not me expected to do it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I've been distracted by Xenos. Well, I mean, yeah. it's not it's not coming out. It's a prediction, but yeah. And I've finally fallen to the to the grips of Chaos. You've fallen, finally fallen to true power. So, yeah, we can wrap this up with uh, what are we working on lately, and we'll start... Well, we just did Brad. So, Nathan, let's talk about what you've been working on lately. And so, Gene, you've been looking... Gene Steeler cults. Done by done up as Mad Max Army. Yeah, and if you guys have been looking on the Instagram profile, you've probably seen a little bit of the vehicles that Nathan's working I've on. I've got they, another one to post tomorrow. Yeah, they are fucking fantastic. They are awesome. That, that that is the like. There's not a whole lot of wrong ways to do Gene's Dealer Cult, no. but that's definitely a very right way to do it. Yes. Like there's. You a, have been witnessed. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> like. And you didn't even need to. You didn't even need the spray paint. You have been witnessed. <laughs> no, the spray paint's going on the mouth of anyone who doesn't have a mask. <laughs> Actually, oh, I've got a commissar. I've been working on it. I took the plastic commissar and converted it to a primate, the primus. Right. So added a you know G-sear, uh rending claw arm coming out from underneath his right arm, replacing his bolt pistol with a actually dark Eldar, dark elf, repeater uh, cross crossbow pistol uh-huh. to be his needle gun. Right. And then took his saber, and I put a pin where the blade was, folded some green stuff around it, and then shaped it to be like the bone swords from the Tinted Warriors. Yeah, I saw you working on um, the filing part of that bone yeah. sword. It was coming out good. Thank you. Did you make any further progress on it? Yeah. Actually, it's, I think it's ready to be handed. Nice. So it turned out good then. Oh, yeah. Good enough. Well, then, listeners, you'll be seeing that one on the Instagram as well. Um, we'll delve a little bit into what, Brad, you've been working on lately as a whole. Current projects. 
all my current projects is uh, I am doing a Mark III Chaos Iron Warrior list. Yeah. I am now surrounded by heretics. You are. But my method of thinking for the Iron Warriors are their mantra of iron within, iron without, and even to the extent almost like the Iron Hands. They they don't like mutation. They, I, I do not see them unless there are certain things like obliterators, mutilators, or even warp talons. They, in my opinion, they probably really wouldn't go all the, hey, let's have spikes and horns bullshit yeah. because they were very... I think iron they, within, iron without. They were very... Probably just the uh, overly zealot ones that became the demon type. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Those are the only ones I could see, and that's why I'm sticking with my Mark III one, so table-wise, tabletop-wise, I can run them as 30K as or, well. Yeah, you can flip between two nice. I can flip nicely. them between them easily, but also it's it's just the mantra. I would think there's at least some of them out there in the warbands that... Still clung to the old ways. They well, didn't. The Iron Warriors were the ones that were one of the legions that didn't get completely shattered after the heresy. They just they went to whatever world they're on. Yeah, Medrangard. Yeah, Medrangard. Um, they did have some interesting wars between themselves, but theory is abound that Perturbo actually started those to weed out the weak again. Yes, decimation. And this time through a full fledged war rather than just all right, everyone line up. Yeah. <laughs> but the funny part is, like I said, like I believe that you know, of course, certain war bands you'd think, but I would think a main bulk of them because they even. Lore-wise, when they fought, they didn't keep their armor pristine. No. It was dirty. It was whatever, you know. They only repaired it at the end of a campaign. And they and even then, it was it was more for function than it was for... Yep. They um, didn't paint aesthetics. their armor. There aesthetics. Was, yeah, yeah it, was, it was just, yeah. you know, damn, I've got a hole in my pauldron. Well, patch well, it up. Time for a new pauldron. Yep. Otherwise, they, they didn't care. So, I don't see them. And they're like the Iron, iron Hands... Like, if, if there are in the warp at Medrangard, and one all of a sudden starts getting a, a mutation... How he hacks it off. He's going to cut it off and replace it with a ro- robotic limb, because... <laughs> None that's what you do. Yeah. Iron within, iron without. Yeah. I'm strong, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to mutate. Yeah. Yeah. I, myself, have been foaming at the fucking mouth over Inferno, the newest Hor- Cersei Ford World book. I don't have it yet, because it's sold out, um, how you a say... A couple times? In the blink of an eye. A couple times during pre-orders. Yeah. Um, it is the most anticipated book Forge World's ever done. Well, yeah. People have been waiting for it since book one came out. Because, well, obviously, Thousand Sun Space Wolves, also Custodes and Sisters of Silence. Yeah. And I got, but I, I don't have it, but I did get to see a few, I get to take a look at um, some of the rules in there, specifically for Russ himself. Holy fuck, man. I think we briefly touched on this a little bit last time we were talking about the Weekender, but like, yeah, a month later still. Holy fuck, man. Like, Rust hits like a fucking freight train. Like, and more than that, the Terminator units that he's got, that the Wolves got. Like, man, this book is just like, I must have it. Hoping to get copies, a copy of it on Adepticon. Speaking of Adepticon, we'll, end you, we'll uh, leave you this on this one, listeners. We will be at Adepticon. Uh, we'll be walking around the, the convention floor, and we'll hopefully be, well, not hopefully, we'll be, we'll be, we will be setting up some interviews to get some full convention coverage with uh, other uh, vendors and people there. Will, whoever know, will accept us. Whoever, <laughs> yeah, whoever will talk to the crazy people um, at a convention full of crazy people. I don't know. 
the point insane. is yeah but we are definitely open to suggestions for who we should try to talk to who you want who you want to get a more in-depth look at as far as overall Adepticon cover. So let us know on our Facebook page. I already posted something about that before, but just, you know, quick reminder about that. But on that note, we are going to wrap, you, uh, wrap it up for uh, this episode of Loose Brews. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook, like I said. And we will catch you guys next time. See ya! Bye.